<laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and it's just the fellas tonight. Mary had some business to take care of. She may join us a little bit later, but she may not. Um, but first up, we got the great one in the building. BTG's here. What's going on, bro? Oh, the frat house is open. Some stale <laughs> pizza in the corner. Somebody left the refrigerator open. That means my root beer is warm. Marquise did it. Man, I was getting ramen noodle. Chill out. Somebody, somebody broke the sliding door, the glass door. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I'll ask a question, but first let me introduce the hip-hop historians in the building. What's up, Marquis? What's up? What's up? It's great to be here, like always. Talk to us. But you gotta ask. What what was your bachelor meal that you look back now? You're like, I can't believe I ate that shit. Like mine. So I moved out of my mom's house when I was 18. It was like a week after I graduated high school. And uh I couldn't afford that shit. So like I it was I had no kids. My shit, I used to seriously take bratwurst and ramen and chop it up and put it in my ramen noodles. And I used to eat that shit like three times a week because that's all I could fucking I could fucking mm. afford. And then when I when I when I got paid and I wanted to get a little fancy, put shrimp in the ramen noodles. That's what that's what mm. Oh, <laughs> lemon. <laughs> did you did you, did you dab a little lemon and soy sauce? You already bitch? know. Come on Dab-a-da. now. <laughs> hey, hey, so niggas, hey, hey, so niggas is mad broke. Top ramen story. Talk to it was. I had a roommate. I had a roommate from Oakley, not Oakland. Do I know where Oakley is at? No, but he was from Oakley, California, and he had this invention that I've never seen in my life at that period of time. This nigga was putting sliced cheese in his ramen, call it cheese ramen. Oh, yeah, I've seen now, that now look, I'm like, I put other things in my ramen. I've never, I never had put cheese in there. I put cheese in there, it changed my life. It did, and I ate that several times a week. You want to know why? Because I was broke, nigga. It was top ramen, and it was a uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Yes. All right. Whoa. 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 Okay. Okay. I was ramen broke, and, 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 and my roommates, these niggas used to have on the fireplace 24-7. Niggas, fuck you need a fireplace for on in L.A.? It's hot. <laughs> Turn that shit off. <laughs> So I can imagine the cookie dough kind of kept you stuffed because it absorbed the the moisture and expanded in your stomach. So you know that helped out there. I cooked but... the majority of the time. Oh, okay, okay. All right. What about you, Marquis? Man, what was that bachelor meal when you when you was broke as shit? Um, the only thing I did was uh, I bought Mountain Dew and Absolute and called it an Absolute Dew. My drinking was just a little cheap. Other than that, everybody had the ramen noodle stories. You know, I put I love I like spicy shit, so I had the Cajun. Uh, ramen noodles and everything. The one thing I did, what everybody else did, um, you know, making the the uh, the, the the cheese, the cheese bread. Uh, what is it? You know, with the iron, ironing, iron. Oh, grilled cheese. Oh, cheese, yeah. grilled cheese, the grilled cheese. Yeah, the iron. That's that's probably the only so, thing I did that I remember let, that was me, out of it. Let me tell you how broke I was when I first moved out of my parents' house. Right. So my very first place, and I was only there for a few months. I moved into this two-family flat because the rent was only they were only charging me like three hundred a month. Right. No stove in it though, so I got I got the toaster oven right. I ain't that's why I'm so good of a cook now. I I've I made some meals in that toaster oven. I ain't have no business making in that little bitty ass toaster oven, bro. That's what's up. <laughs> like, came a chef. You came a, you, you make do. Hey, listen, I was grilling Yo. chicken breasts, all types of shit in that motherfucker. Ribs. I made ribs in the toaster Word. oven one time. I was Word. so fired. My, I had to cut the motherfucker, so I ha- could only make three at a time. But nonetheless, they got done and they got it. You were dedicated. You were dedicated to them ribs. Yo, we some creative niggas. That's why our chitlins made, you know, they gave us chitlins. We made that shit good. I don't need to tell. We, we, we talk about this. I think we, 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 we need there. to talk about we this. We're going to get there. 
we we need to talk about we need to talk about how we've kept top ramen in business for <laughs> <laughs> look because look it only went it only jumped up ten cents. <laughs> the motherfuckers used to be a quarter back in middle school. Now they thirty five cents. <laughs> them niggas is smart. <laughs> they smart. We didn't keep them in business, bro. College will keep them motherfuckers. They owe us. They owe us. Yo, I gotta have some type of stock, something. I need, I oh. need at least, I need sixty five percent of the company. Marketing, bro. They should be marketing to college students everywhere. You know that, right? Mm. They're the perfect brand for college students. That's a whole other story, but yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> All right. Oh, and oh, real, real quick, real quick. Hot links. Look, too. No, look, look, look. Listen, hot links. When I was broken, shit. But go ahead, go ahead. Hot links. Hot links. Oh, the all the all spicy sausage. Yep. Yo, fuck that. That's probably yo the Indian chicken spot with the spicy ass chicken. The shit that burn a hole through you. You wake up See, at three you, o'clock you, in the morning. You're talking about restaurants. I ain't have no money for that shit, bro. Oh no, 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 no. It wasn't a restaurant. It's one of those spots you went in, and it was a cage, and it was a window where you got your fried chicken. With a bunch of niggas out the door. Three o'clock in the morning getting their chicken. That's what that was. Fuck a restaurant. That's what that was, bro. Okay. That was five dollars for a nice. You know, three piece and biscuit with some French fries. Yeah, my nigga. Okay, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. This, well, I don't know how the fuck we got started. I don't even know how we got here. But nonetheless, here we are. Hungry. Uh, we are here to discuss <laughs> here. news in the culture. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. And so, first thing up, something that I, I bro, I correct me if I'm wrong. And Baylor, you are a fucking prophet, but because I believe you said something a few episodes ago about the food you getting back together. He did. He did. So I'm going to come to you first in this one. Fuji's are coming back to celebrate 25 years of the score. Not only are they just coming back for a performance, they're going on tour. Baylor, what what was your reaction to seeing? Are they going to be there on time? That, I ain't going to lie to you. That's the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> well, when Lord, he'll be there all the time. Okay. Because <laughs> the shit, the shit going to sell out, and it's good for hip-hop. It's good it's for definitely, us. Definitely. It's good It's good for the it's good for the, the, hip, the adult hip-hoppers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the younger cats are going to tap in, but this is a good time to, to go back and tap into their history and things like that. Do your YouTube and do your Googles. Um, it's good. It's refreshing. You know what I'm saying? And I want to, I want to credit the locks to that. I think the locks started some shit, man. I think they did. To me, that performance, Jada Kiss aside, like, to me, that set, like, the standard of true hip-hop right there. And that may have sparked some shit. I like that. Because I'm I'm, I'm seeing it, I'm, I'm seeing it with the, with the, with the Puff and, which we'll get to, the Puff and, and JD thing. Man, I'll give all that credit. Don't get me wrong. Versus had a lot to do with that. But that performance seemed like it just set niggas off. Like, now niggas is like, now I want to battle now. Like, no, nah, you can't duplicate you that, know, but I like it. It did the same thing. And you guys may think I'm crazy for saying this. That, Jada, I mean, that the locks and Dipset battle did the same thing that 8 Mile did for battle rap. As far as, like, getting bringing a whole new set of eyes to what battle rap was. Like, Battle rap was always that thing that was off to the side. The real hip-hop heads knew about yeah. it. You, you were lucky if you got to see a battle. The moment that 8 Mile happened, more and more people were interested. So now we're at the point where we have battle rap on pay-per-view. Like, So I really do. I agree with that point so much. But go ahead, Marquis. What's your take on it? All right. I, that was mind-blowing. I, I agree 100% with that. that. If it wasn't for M, 
an eight mile <clears throat> battle rap wouldn't be what it is today. And as far as return, I'm not going to go see it because there's only one person I would actually go see it for. Um, there's not too many songs that I could say, this is why I'm listening to the Fugees. Cause honestly, the first album wasn't that great. Second album was dope. The outtakes were dope, but how much material do they have without Lauren? And again, I'll say somehow if <laughs> lost ones come out, that might be the end of the show. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> some, some memories might get brought back. <laughs> Nigga, you know what? So, but I'm there for that part. But you're right. What, Taylor, if, that what, was well, what if this is, uh, well, what if this is, I mean, with them getting back together for a tour, maybe possibly a new album. I don't want an album. See, <laughs> again, you say unless that. Unless it's a Lauren album. Wait. Unless it's a Lauren. Go ahead. Wait. Go ahead. Okay. I get, I, so here's my, my thing. I get what you're, I, I understand why you would say that you don't want an album, but we, ha, we are in a year where we've seen older rappers like Busta Rhymes and Nas come with classics, right? Uh-huh. Yep. I almost think that a Fuji's album would be better right now because Lauren hasn't released the album because she hasn't had that outlet. You heard what she what she did on the on the verse with Nas. Like I really do think that having them, if if they can get along long enough, having them back in the studio, feeding off each other, uh, we know what an amazing artist Lauren Hill is. Praz is the guy who kind of he he just he fits in where he can get in. But as well as like, what if they what what if we get a track from the internet and the Fuji's? You trying to tell me you wouldn't want that if an al- if an album if we get a, a collaboration like like the. The, the today's version of the Fugees collabed with the actual Fugees. I would say this. <clears throat> I heard the verse, and I'll give you credit for the verse he, she had on Nas' mm-hmm. album, but I also heard the verse she had on Pusha T's album, T's song. So I'm sorry. The, you have to have the right motivation. Mm-hmm. And granted, uh, Clef, great production. We haven't heard any production from him since. I don't want to hear that. If you can bring that sound, that that soulful sound that you can recreate from one album mm-hmm. as the other two. I'm sorry. It's, again, it all comes down to how Lauren feels. So no, I don't, I want to let her legacy just stay perfect in my eyes, unblemished. I want to see her do an album with Nas. That's it. We've been wanting that album but, for 25, for 20 years. Like, and um, what they just did just yeah. reiterated my point. Like I need that in my life, but go ahead. I'm sorry. So here, here's, here's my next question. Fuji's going on tour. Uh, there, it's not going to be just them. They're going to bring some acts along with them. I'm going to present this idea to you. This is just me speculating. No rumors, no nothing. The Fugees, The Roots, and A Tribe Called Quest on tour. Do you go to that? Absolutely. Who's going to do Fife's verses? They got to do, them as, they gotta do them as a squad. I would absolutely see that. If you had a little daylight in that too, yeah, I'm definitely there. That may be too much. I'm definitely not. I, I have never seen De La So live, bro. I don't even know if they still perform together at all. If they are, if if De La Soul is within a 400 mile radius from me performing, I'm going. I've never gotten to see them live, and De La Soul is one of those groups that I didn't appreciate until I was probably late 20s, and I was like, I had to go back and listen, and I was like, I used to think these motherfuckers were corny, but no, they on some shit. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Band, <laughs> Real, real, go ahead, Baylor. I forgot what I was gonna say. Would you go see them on tour if they were with Charco Quest? No, no, it was something. Oh. It was something else about the. Uh, oh, I was. Oh, about Fight Dog. I, I don't. I don't understand why they just can't let his verse rock over the speaker. You know what I mean? Because everybody, yeah, because everybody else is. Everybody else is gonna join in, but like, let's hear his voice. Because nobody knows his verses. Well, let him. That's even more of a reason to the, let's hear his voice then. So Instead of and, and, back and, it up. And, yeah, okay. yeah. 
Um, yeah, with scenario, that'd be crazy. Um, yeah, I can see that. Here's a crazy thing. This is this is the and this was asked to me um a little bit ago about what you know what Q-tip brought to the world because Q-tip lyrically, sorry, thank God Consequence wrote his rhymes, but Jungle Brothers were the originators. De La Soul was right there, and if it wasn't for a Tribe Called Quest, we wouldn't know none of them. That's true. That's the real shit. So I give I pay homage to Tribe Called Quest. Like they are the originators of the backpack rap. Um, but if there was that show, to your point, I would see that. Fuji's by himself? No, wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Nope, can't do it. Wouldn't be prudent. And I, and I on record, I, I said I give this three months tops before they broke up again. That's. <laughs> I agree with you. If if they make it longer than three months, that is nothing but a testament to growth and Jesus Himself. Because God and God. But let's let's move on to the next topic. Jordan Lucas decided. You know, Holy. you know, he decided that today was going to be the day or this weekend was going to be the weekend that he said, fuck the industry. Uh, what do you guys make of this Karen Civil, Jordan Lucas uh, shit? Why I fixed my camera? I, when I tell you, when I tapped into that room, I could not get out of that room like that shit went off and it was still going after she left. I was on Twitter saying, Karen, come back. You need to get all of this. Um, but it was it was multiple storylines. Um, you had the Joiner situation. You had the Nip situation. You had the Jess situation. And she had, I will say this, I wasn't in the locker room. So I don't know what happened. But the way she broke everything down, and she still got barked at. When I tell you the amount of L.A. people that came for her neck, uh, just based off of the Nipsey information alone. The Joyner situation, they kept asking her this most simple question. Do I understand or know why Wack is in everybody's business? I do not know. But uh, apparently he's great friends with her and he knows the industry like this, that, and the third. And he was defending the shit out of her. You talking about on there. That nigga needs to yeah. the fuck up. So, I agree. And so um, she handled herself well before she had to get up out of it. And I, and I think the reason she had to get up out of here is because she's in a, she, it's some type of legal situation she's in with another person. And that person ended up coming in the room. Therefore, she had to leave. It was just a lot of drama that I was there for that day. <laughs> I was there. That was, that was Saturday, right? Yeah. 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 And it was, it, was, it was packed to the point where I kept getting text messages and DMs saying, yo, I can't get in. And then people were like, just keep trying, just keep trying. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker had maxed out. That's crazy. Marquis, man, you're the hip-hop historian. Uh, Did this make history for you? Where, where is this going down in the hip-hop history book? Um, it's not, not too far, to be honest with you, not too far. Here's a problem. <clears throat> you had to be pretty fucking powerful as a black woman to cause this much damage when you got away with it this long and now it became a topic over the weekend. And I promise you, next month we won't be talking about it. So there's, there's where we stand. Cameron called this out on Nori's on, on, um, on what's name's right? On um, Dream Champs, didn't he? Yeah. He called out. So uh, she's been called out here and there. It took someone to basically make a statement about this is how much fuck the industry, this is where I'm at. And everybody else, we the people decided to talk about it and make it an issue. And then she had to address it. Number one rule, you don't address shit. <laughs> Never address shit. Because once you do, you're automatically seen as you might have done something wrong. So it's bad for her right now, but it's also publicity. For it her. is. It, it is. Makes our people look real bad, but it comes down to why did you fall for the bullshit after you already know from 2015 and beyond 
She's been lying to motherfuckers, but now people know her name because a lot of people didn't know her name until this weekend. That's true. And I, 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 yeah. I think this is a good cautionary tale for young people getting in the game, right? And it, it's, it's sad that we have to have a different artist that brings this stuff to light every two or three years, and Joyner did. There are a lot of people, when you come into this game, when you start getting um, noticed or whatever, that will come down on you like Vulture. And that's exactly what happened in the case. Go ahead, Baylor. I was going to say that was the more and more I started, you know, I continued to listen, the more I realized, like, and I don't mean to say it like that, but I was like, man, poor Joyner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it seemed like he just, man, I, I mean, I look, when the, the industry is going to tell you, you need to read your paperwork and make sure you know where your money is going, this, that, and the third. I think from what it sounds like, he just put all his trust into her. And again, I don't, I wasn't there. And and, and again, I don't know if they actually settled it because I left after a while. So I don't know if she, if they actually found her receipts or not. I just know that they kept bringing up, ask the manager, ask the manager. I'm on Twitter like, yo, ask the goddamn manager where the money <laughs> went. <laughs> I got a question though. Real quick. Everybody murdering her for 60 G's, right? Mm-hmm. And all the lying. How many times motherfuckers been screwed over by white labels? Where's the fucking yeah. cry for that? Yeah. Oh, we definitely, it's definitely a level of hypocrisy when it comes to that. Well, here's the thing, um, though. I, don't, I think it, it's, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not defending this. I'm just identifying. Is that I think there's a level of, we expect the white motherfuckers to try to get over on us. But when it's, when mm-hmm. it's our own, it's like, Come on now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then how can we do that for Puffy? And for all the other black people that have screwed us over too. Okay. Like, come on, bro. Well, there is a there is a percentage. It's just not a high percentage. There's a high percentage that 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 be on some I I, I don't fuck with Diddy. Ooh. Ooh, he's still a billionaire. And number two, if this wasn't a black woman, would this be an issue? Oh, well, I mean, but look, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is who you know who. It's just not enough of who's. It's just not enough of them. My point is She's the only person in the position she's in, and I'm telling you, they're Lil Wayne, baby, baby, like come on, bro. He almost had Lil Wayne killed. This one woman is now the center of attention for the world to see, and everybody's coming down on her. I'm, okay, I'm all right, but there, where, there was only kid. one person. There was only one okay. person. The just the just girl, the one that spoke out a lot uh, against her, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they have some type of legal issues going on. Nip is not here to speak for himself. Okay. Exactly. Joyner was in there but wasn't talking much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So when you bring up the whole Little Wayne, when you bring up the whole little Wayne <laughs> thing, if little Wayne is not tripping, everybody else is gonna stop tripping. We're still aware okay. of what baby did, but we're okay. not like, yo, if this nigga not gonna defend himself or talk about it, there's no point of us talking about it. Okay. So I'll take the side of Megan Megan Stallion mm-hmm. and Tory Lanes. Like we still didn't come down on him as much as we did. I think, I think, I think they have came down on Tory Lanez enough, but because they haven't, ta- we haven't talked about it that much. It's like, and they secretly love his music. Niggas is still listening to R. Kelly too, Marquise. They just not talking about it. And uh, for a person like me, I'm not on either side because I don't really care for neither artist like that. But I do know that the information is still not out. And somebody lying. We just don't know who. And I, Somebody's and I, always lying. And I think it too, people are starting to realize to not pull the trigger so early. And a perfect example of that is the TI situation, right? People some people did pull it and look, it the case was dismissed. Now, that still doesn't mean that they he wasn't found not guilty. The case was just di- dismissed. But I think it's this thing where people don't want to get caught 
with egg on their face, especially like people in the industry who have platforms and stuff. They don't want to come out with a lot of vitriol against something like this, because then what if some more information comes out a year later? Now you got to backtrack on that. And you, you, we know that mm-hmm. we live in a history now where people don't like to backtrack, right? They don't like to, to have to retract statements. So I think now that people just, they're just afraid to make them. They're afraid to make stances because they don't want to have to, they don't want to have to fix it later. So then, this weekend, this whole bombard bombs away. People stop talking about it already. They, they already, okay. they already, they already, they already okay. stopped, they already stopped talking about it. But for that moment, they had addressed her, and she addressed it back. She, that's she, the problem. If she wouldn't have said anything. That's what killed her. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. STFU. Shut the. But fuck I mean, if she, she, went, she, just, she wanted to clear her name. If she would have just had people let people vent in clubhouse, it it would have it would have like it, it yeah it would have been maybe a little bit on it. A couple of news sites would have reported on it. But then you had the blow up of her coming in the club room and it turning into what it mm-hmm. turned on. Now, now we have our story, mm-hmm. and that's what that's perfect yeah. example. And she, and she, and she, but, and, but she had she what had too many. She yeah. had multiple D's we had, inside. We had that like sixty five days, and that nigga still ain't responded. I I commented on. Go ahead, Bail. I'm sorry, I stepped said? on your point. No, no, I was just I was just saying she had multiple issues with inside that that room it wasn't just a joiner situation so she had to face all three topics at one time while people were like emotionally upset yeah. you know what i mean so she didn't have to do any of that why did she do that i think because of the names that was involved you're talking about an artist that's that's still up and coming right because even okay. inside the room it was a lot of people saying, I ain't never heard of this nigga. I ain't that's when I really felt bad. I'm like, this nigga is one of the dopest niggas out or whatever. You ain't seen his visuals. And so uh, then he, you know, we talking about Nip and his funeral and the, and the, the backstory behind that. That got serious because now you got the whole city of L.A. looking at you, foul. And then you already have an ongoing case going on. So, so why are you addressing it? You can't address going, it if because because. Case. Because because a narrative that was created through through the media makes her look like the bad guy, and maybe personally she don't want to feel like that or look like that, especially to yeah. her folks. So she got out there and spoke. How good she look right now? Did that help? She's still her at cute all? to me, but I'm what I'm saying is. <laughs> Priorities, Baylor. Priorities. Let's go. Man. Let's go. I know. I know, man. He threw that right off the backboard, man. Oh, I swear to God, he did. I had to reverse it real quick, Marquis. No, but uh, reverse, reverse. It's not looking good for her right now. Even though she explained, she defended herself very well, but she didn't stay the whole for the whole thing. And then there was a lot of unanswered questions. So I, I, I agree with y'all. Will they be talking about it next week? Probably not, unless I mean, you might hear the. Joe Buttons and and the brilliant idiots bring it up, but it's not going to have uh, legs that last that long, and it's not a major step in hip hop either. Um, but it is a it is a fucked up situation, especially for Jordan Lucas fans. You know what I mean? And it sucks that like this is people still don't know who Jordan. And like you said, Jordan Lucas is literally one of the best MCs outright. Period. And the fact that people don't know who the fuck he is still, and it's like. All right, um, they, and he, that, had, he had he had dope moments in hip hop history when yeah. he went back and forth with uh with Tory Lanez. Yeah, speaking of, and, and you know he got he, he was on he was on uh M album. Yep. So then is that her? What it might be. I mean, bitch, it might be really. <laughs> if you get on M album, 
Yeah, that and Lucky You was one of the best songs on that album too. I'm surprised that didn't that didn't kind of give him more of a trajectory. But you know, we'll talk about Jordan Lucas at another point in time. Uh, he drops a lot of dope visuals, especially and and the will will like you would you would think that yeah. came out what like three months after Bad Boy, the last Bad Boy movie dropped. Like you would have thought that would have shot him up, and then will remix the song. Like uh, anyway, uh, we'll talk about Jordan Lucas' didn't... career. Okay, at okay. some point in time. Go ahead. Um. One of the uh, better piece of news that to talk about is Snoop Dogg. There was a, a, a you know, NFTs are all the new shit, and Tory Lanez also who dropped like this NFT Told thing that, that it fizzled out. Nobody gave a fuck. But uh, this oh, page, I mean, that's a lot of money though. I, I, I bet I know I bet, but still, um, NFTs is like the new thing right now. And Snoop Dogg was apparently behind one of the bigger NFT. Like this is this this is why Snoop Dogg is the motherfucking god, right? Is that this to go from being the uh, the epitome of gang banging in hip hop to having a show with Martha Stewart to giving investment advice on Twitter behind a fake. I know we talk about Jay Z's rebrand all the time, but we got to give it up to Snoop Dogg as well. Marquis, me and you both financial dudes. What did you were you surprised at this? Because I I follow this page that it was Snoop Dogg. I'm I did not know that. I, I did not know that. Again, I I can't put anything past Snoop. Remember, he also played the horse in a Disney movie. I mean, you know, you had a crit <laughs> as a voice in a Disney movie. So nothing this motherfucker does surprises me. But this did surprise the fuck out of me. I did not expect this. I'm sorry. This is genius. Um, and you know the crazy thing is? You know when you when I say, like, um, when Jay-Z said about the art he buys and blah, 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 you have your advisors buying it for you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if this is something he did himself. Like, yo, I'm doing this. That's how savvy I find Snoop Dogg. So he should be treasured. <laughs> He's a national fucking treasure. Yeah. yeah. This was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And the cool part about it is we say, yo, I would have never thought this. But then when you think about it, you see Snoop on Corona commercials. You know what I mean? Like he did his own Olympic uh, an, uh, announcer analyst, whatever you want to call it, with Kevin Hart. He's in everything. The only other person that does this is like Shaq, maybe. You know what I mean? And it's like, at this point, at at Mm -hmm. this point, like, now I can see him in all kind of meetings, like, yeah, we just ink that shit, cuz. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yo, real quick, do y'all remember when Snoop Dogg had his show on MTV? Oh, shit, you're right, the skit show. Oh, my God, one of the skits was Cat and Pimp. Yeah. I don't remember that oh, one. I remember. The one I remember oh was God. the one with the cops where he walked up to the cops and knocked the, knocked their drinks out the hand. Hey, yo, hey, Snoop just be doing do. shit. Hey, Dude, look, hey, look. Martha, I'm, look, Martha Stewart, like, come on, bro. Like, Martha no. Stewart, Hayes, like, out of all people, listen. And did she actually go to jail though? Yeah. Yeah. Versus a nigga that never been. <laughs> no, he been he he you know, but yeah, small shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah small shit. But I'm like, but yeah, yo, this is she crazy. More, more jail credit than he do. And, and guess what? And guess what? He is actually, if not the highest, he is one of the highest people up there. That when you smoke and get high, if you say you got Snoop Dogg high, you can never reach that. You can just never reach that. He is like yeah. the pinnacle of being high. Listen, the, if, the ultimate, if, if all three ahead. of us ever smoke with Snoop Dogg, I'm letting you know right now. I'm, I'm packing out. my bags. I'm packing my bags. I'm, I'm going to heaven. 
I'm done. Remember what I said? Nobody died from weed. <laughs> exactly. Remember the statement I made? No. That's, that's, that'll happen. I feel like Snoop Dogg oh. will piss a tree. Like, that's what I feel like happens. Like, and what was it? Was it was it the Dave Chappelle skit? Was it the Dave Chappelle skit or something else where the nigga was on the, he was sitting on the steps and he was like, let me hit that cuss. Oh, no. That was, uh, how hot, hot, hot? No, no, half no, bait. no. Half bait, half bait, half bait. Yo, he was dogging that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yo. And he said, he said up, "Damn, cause I barely hit this shit." Yeah. <laughs> the most one of the most gangster shits I've ever seen a motherfucker do. Remember, Nas brought it back to where everybody was afraid of Suge. This motherfucker dropped a song called "Pimp Slap," aimed right at Suge. Who did that? There was no yeah. rapper dare do some shit like that. He did, and no repercussions that we knew of. Well, but he, well, he had to. Well, he had to go to. Uh, he had to go to New Orleans after that. So, you no, know, this was before that. The blue carpet treatment came out way after he was in New Orleans. Did he? Right. Yeah. No, that, but that, but that's what that's what oh, I'm saying. I mean, he, he had he had <clears throat> he had another diss track, right? And no, the blue carpet treatment came out with um dropping like it's hot. That's when he was up with Pharrell. This mm. was his fifth or sixth album. I remember this. Because he went to Master P, um, his third album, after Dogfather. That's when he did, um, did the fourth album, when he did, um, you know, whatever, with Snoop Dogg, with Timberland. But his fifth album is when he was back in Cali and dropped from Pimp Slap. Because they, they said an exhibit bitched out. I'm not going to bitch out like exhibit. Oh, yeah, 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 that was one of them, like, you know what? Whatever that skinny motherfucker, yeah, I will never put anything past Snoop. I will never doubt him. I will never question so when I saw this shit, I was amazed and it clicked. It's Snoop. Ain't nothing he can't do. So there you go. That nigga will ascend in a cloud of smoke rising up and pass the joint to God. Like, yo, I'm here now. <laughs> Let's go. All right, moving in. We got some music to talk about. Uh, first, Marquis, now me and Baylor haven't got a chance to listen to it, so we'll do the full review next week. But <laughs> clearly this AZ album has resonated with you because you brought it up like two two or three times at this point. Do you want to tease it? So I'll say this. Go ahead. I'll say this. <clears throat> Before I even say that, when I say this, I, I need both of you, the first thought that comes to your mind when I say AZ, what's the first thing you think of? Nas. Nas. Yeah. Nas. Okay. Term. And that's the problem. The problem is AZ is trying to live up to the expect- expectations that we have of him. He's never lived up to expectations he has, has of himself. He's always going to be in Nas's shadow because of that. But he was always dope outside but, the shadow, though. But that's it. But he, he, stayed, he stayed in the comfort zone. He's never done anything outside of the same formula and he used was, his lyrical prowess. He was, a, he was a much better Lloyd Banks. And I'm that's tra- and I, everything. That is a fair right comp. I've never thought about that. That is a fair comp. That, I was thinking this earlier. But lyrically, he's better. Yes. The song choice, the beat production, everything like that, he's still trying to live that do or die theme. He's much more, he's lyrically much more nicer than that. It, it felt like after he, he did um, um, Illmatic with Nas, he saw that Nas kind of went to the, it was written and the persona of the, you know, f- flashy gangster with, because Biggie made it fashionable. It seemed like AZ did the same thing. And it's like, but you, you're not Nas and you're not big. And you still have this one dimensional style, but you're actually smarter than the shit that you're putting out there. Like it felt like he puts shit out for us that he thinks what we want, but not the shit that we need. And that's my problem with AZ. 
the same thing happened with this album. His guest features were pretty <clears> cool, <throat> but this album just fit in. His background. I, I, think, I, I, I think to me, to me, it feels like he just didn't want to deal with the industry. But then you're doing industry shit. So long as I mean, he, but, industry. But he want, but he he got he want to make music. Yeah, but now you you're making songs that are more. You take a sample of a '90s or '80s or you know classic R&B and then make a song out of it. That's it. It's the same formula. That shit is done back when Diddy did. No, nah, I mean you can be a hood rat and not be in porn. <laughs> Wait, I swear to God. I swear to God, all I heard was a cucumber taste better at pickle. Huh? What? Oh, yo, you shot me the fuck up. Oh, oh my Jesus Christ. Whoa. It, I don't know. It sounded better in my head. Man, listen. Okay. Is 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 AZ the most I'm underrated good. rapper of all time? Who? No. Okay. You know Meth- he was voted the most underrated Meth- rapper Meth- of all time. Meth- 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 you think Meth is no. underrated? Uh, uh. Lyrically, yes, I do. I think people love him more for his flow, delivery, and his persona than they do his actual lyrics. I think, I think they're the I think they're blinded by who the industry put a lot of money behind. Buster, Buster, maybe. Oh yeah, okay. I know where you're coming from. I know where you're coming from, but because because lyrically and content wise, Method Man and Bust supposed to be up there with the usual suspects that yes. we always say. But we never put him there, right? That's I hundred percent. I mean, I can put Redman in there too, but hey, you know, you know, everybody knows my feelings on Reggie Noble. So, um, but all right, all right, let's get off that. I asked you guys, I I I put an album on the list that I really wanted you guys. I know you guys hadn't heard of Little Sim. Sometimes I might be an introvert. I listen. Um, this sounded. Hear me out, because this is gonna go into our next take for our next album. This sounded like the female version of Common. Um. The production on a few tracks was solid. And it's just one of those albums where you gotta sit back and listen to what she say. Because it there wasn't there wasn't a standout track to me where I was like, this is dope. She had, I ain't gonna lie, she had some smooth sounding uh interludes <laughs> that I liked. That was like a minute long. Um I don't know where to I gotta go back. I gotta go back and listen to her old stuff. <clears throat> so I feel like I got to go back to the old stuff to understand this project, and it was a long ass project at that. That's fair. So um, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't something that sounded bad. It was just. It, it sounded okay. The album was okay to me to where I'm gonna go back and see if I can find something. She puts me in the mindset. Wait, of, wait, wait, of, wait, of, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Fuck that. This shit was fucking phenomenal. Let me tell you how great this fucking album was to me. I heard the first song, and I was like, all right, let me step away from it. And then I pressed something on Apple, and I heard Venom. And I was like, holy fuck, who is it? I listened to the album again. I sent it to my friend Elise and Jake, her husband, that's in England. And like, yo, listen to this shit. Listen to this shit. I've been playing this album all day, and if it wasn't for the fact that I had to review another album, I'd been playing this again. This shit was fucking phenomenal to me. I'm sorry. Uh, that introvert song... Woman, uh, I love you. I hate you. Down to misunderstood. The jazzy. She did the world, um, world, worldwide sound too. She had the African like, fuck that. Granted, this could have been a separate album. The style that she went because she put a lot of stuff into this album with all the different styles. I think it yeah. took away from her 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 actual lyricism and and the the hip hop um um value of the album. And then she invited the world sound to it. It, it kind of 
it, it took away from what the album represented, but it was still a phenomenal sounding album. But lyrically, she's nice. Like, mm. I respect her as a rapper. Like, lyrically, she murdered some shit. Some of the shit she said, I was quoting, I had to rewind. I was like, yo, she caught that shit. That's my take on it. She puts me in the mindset of, uh, and, I, and I've said this before, and I know this isn't a popular opinion because a lot of people don't even know this artist. Il Camille, her heirloom album in 2017, I think was one of the best albums of that year. And that was a year where a lot of great albums dropped. Little Sims puts me back in the place that I that I went to when I first listened to Il Camille because she's a dope artist. The message is there. The content, when you she says shit that sometimes just seems like a catchy line that you have to go back to and listen, and then you'll be like, oh, no, she said mm. some shit here. So mm-hmm. it, 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 I, this is why I wanted to put this on, those, on this list is not only because female artists don't get their just due and the, and, and the attention that they deserve in this game, uh, I mean, we live in a, in a time where people don't even, you know, take Rhapsody for what for as an amazing artist that she is. But yeah. I wanted to put this on the list because this is just a good ass hip hop album. And I and I and I loved listening to it. I, it gave me not many albums nowadays give me feelings. Right. Like I get engulfed in the music that I'm listening to sonically. And, the, and I don't know who the producer was. Yeah. I didn't look that much like. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. she uses her voice as an instrument in the way that she raps in a way that people don't use a lot nowadays. This album was fucking beautiful to me. You said exactly one of the things that I highlight the most. When a musician artist use their vocals as an instrument versus just rapping or spitting. That's what I caught from it. Which made me appreciate her. I think um, it's she didn't play it safe. I started listening to some of her first album. She didn't play it safe here. She just threw it all out there. I think she threw too much out there. Mm. I mean, this is why she won't capture a lot of um, our attention, but if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't listen to this album. I am glad you introduced me to this because I appreciate her. I love her. I'm going to be listening to her for a while. Um, she, yo, the shit is dope. Lyrically, again, she's there. It's, it's, she dances in and out of the track. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows how to use her... her, her yo, I'm proud of her. I, I would love to know more about her, and you're, you're right. I want to know about this production again. The only problem I have is she put too much into this album. Felt like it could have been a separate album. It reminds me of Most Death's second album when he put a lot right away. It's a great album, but you put a lot. You gave us a lot. Lyrically, untouchable, but it's a lot to take in. Untouchable, she already sounds like she's better than most. but she. No, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Hey. Let's not go there. (laughs) That list's not long. Most death? No, I no, said most, she sounds. Most. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I said she sounds better than most most women. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to put separate them. I will say I respect her more than a lot of the content that's being put out there because they have to put that content to be sexy. She doesn't care about that. It's more of I want to have a conversation. I have a real relationship. Here's what I like. Here's the pressure of you know being an introvert. Here's my psychology. Here's my psychosis. I appreciate that. Well, her album says why she needs to be separated from the pack. Yeah. Fair, but to the enough. next, to the next song that we're going to talk about. <laughs> bro, what the go, fuck okay. was Remy Ma thinking with this guy? Oh this my shit, god, bro. I was about to say because I was like, <laughs> bro, I hate seeing people who are actually fucking dope ass artists and lyricists. This is the same motherfucker who dropped Sheether. This shit, but she bro. did it to herself when she dropped that second song. Against Nicki Minaj, like why? Why are you still dissing? You did Sheether. Leave it alone. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I I'm convinced 
she let her child write this song, and that's why she went ahead and recorded. Uh, you ain't got you ain't got nothing from me because uh, what she call herself the uh, what did she call herself the great grandmother or the oh, something? Shit. It was something like that. This is bad. This was a bad look. Like I and and the the, the beats kind of dope. And it's like Nikki of three years ago would have ate that shit. This shit was she eating when didn't she recorded they, it? Was she bloated? Like uh, what? What is the purpose of the song? Didn't they play this on verses? Yeah, they did. did they played. They played. Right? They played, they played the it. only snap that sounded decent in that. This shit. Fair enough. This shit was bad. Oh, it was great. It was great. Godmother was it? That's what it was. She kept saying it. Bullshit. Common sense. A beautiful revolution part two. What are your thoughts? We're moving right on. It's I, common. I look. Okay, we've said this. We said what type of music Common makes. Mm-hmm. The whole entire album is not. Let's put it like this: Common music is not not for anybody. Everybody should listen to a Common album, right? The message there, the content is there, the jazziness of the production is there, is smooth. I found one track off of this album that I played like 50 times today. Uh, a place, uh, a place in this world, uh, featuring PJ. I don't know who she is, but her voice is phenomenal. That track right there is phenomenal. The album is like I don't know where you probably would play this in Lemur Park. Lemur Park has a lot of shea butter around there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to have a lot of daishikis, uh, shabazz, uh, bean pies, shit like that. Um, but the the album is for everybody, but we just not going to listen to it all the time. So elevator music is known as like the generic <laughs> shit, right? So this isn't, this isn't elevator music. This is airplane music because it's like you don't want to get as relaxed as like on the elevator. It's not as quick. You know, it stays with you a little bit longer, but she's like, once you're off the airplane, it's like, you know what? I'm good on this shit. Like, it's that, it's the, it's audio melatonin. That's what this album is. Yeah. <laughs> audio melatonin. That's crazy. Oh, shit. <clears throat> and this is the cool part about it is that we know Common, Common can outwrap a lot of cats. It's just, you know he gonna talk about politics. You don't, you know he gonna talk about the struggle. And let's be honest, we need to hear it. We just don't want to hear it all the time. First of all, as somebody who's currently in a relationship and fucking Tiffany Yaddish, I would expect him to be a little bit more lively. Like I like, like what's the point of being an old nigga fucking with a young woman if she's not bringing any more life into you? Like what the fuck is happening? I don't I. I this album felt like the like the conversations that you have with with your great uncle on the porch when you and while you're having it, you're thinking, I can't wait till this motherfucker stops talking so I can go back and play basketball. <laughs> but then but then but then but then there 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 are gonna be moments where you think back to that conversation, you'd be like, you know what, he dropped some knowledge on me. I didn't appreciate he it. Did. Like <laughs> He did. Hey, hey, and watch this though. Have you ever got lectured? Right, <laughs> and you did nothing wrong. <laughs> That's what this shit feels like, like nigga. Yes, but I didn't do nothing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. I'm, I'm 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 just gonna say this. His name sums it all up. It's just common. Yeah, that's I'm it. Sorry. That's it. Hey, 
Hey, that that track though, God. I I literally a, a place in this world. Go listen to that track again. I really love that track, the production and all. I feel and that. he had he 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 dropped a line in there. What he say? He said there's more content than there is character. I was like, oh, all a right. place in this world. Yeah, it's down there. He got like forty tracks. It's down there featuring featuring a lady called PJ. I know. It's set it free. A beautiful Chicago, a star of the gang, and imagine you name four you, tracks. He has like twenty nine songs on that album. You talking about a view for Revolution One? I, 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 yeah, bro. You you listen to part one. Part two's only eleven tracks. No, there there's the they're they're combined. The one I listened to was combined. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. I got you. You, you, com- okay. you did the combination for both of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, and you wait. You listen to that whole thing, and you, and you you you, you didn't. Go I listened to, to it twice. Wow. Yeah. That's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all look, y'all look disappointed in me. You know I gotta run it back twice. Wait, what's the song? What's the song? A place in this world. Dude, that's from the first album, bro. He said he listened to the first album combined. But uh, anyway, I listened to it combined. <laughs> 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 I think it's stuck. Hey, well. <laughs> Hey, tell me! Hey, tell me if they both sound alike. They do. Sounds common. All right, woo, moving on. Listen, oh Jesus, I I love us. Oh, (laughs) moving on. We got black people like rock too. Marky, what you got for us? Uh, so one of my favorite bands of all time is coming out with an album this year. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. And it's produced by the super producer, one of the most respected producers of all time, Rick Rubin. I am excited for this motherfucking album like you wouldn't believe. I've never heard a project that Rick Rubin was on that was bad or mediocre. It may have been some, okay, I get it. But this is fucking magnificent. I personally, I know their their style is, um, there's a lot to their style, but you got to respect them. There's no other band that sounds like them going back to the Foo Fighters. This is that kind of like Mount Rushmore. If it crumbled down, it created a bunch of other tiers. That's where Red Hot Chili Peppers lives for me. They're one of the greatest bands that's fun, funky. They picked up Parliament style and everything like that, but I appreciate the fuck out of them. How much do you both know about them? Is there anything you would like to share about the Red Hot Chili Peppers that kind of makes you feel like I love this or I hate them, but please share? Red Hot I only know the commercial hits. Yeah, I, I only know most of the commercial music as well. Red Hot Chili Peppers, where their height was at a place before I really started appreciating rock music. Um, And I can honestly say now that I do have a very high appreciation for rock music, I have not gone back and listened to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So that may be something that I need to do. But I will say, anything R- Rick Rubin touches, sign me the fuck up for. Um, When you look at, Rick Rubin has been producing albums for five decades i mean tracks for five decades no other producer has the longevity of rick rubin not dr dre not jd not puffy not name any producer you want to not rizza has does not have the the longevity of what rick rubin and his contribution to music much less what he is to hip hip hip-hop wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for rick rubin but music Word. as a whole would Word. be stunted if it wasn't for Rick Rubin. So the fact that he is working with the Red Hot Chili Peppers alone, sign me the fuck up. So 
Baylor, I'm just going to say this real quick. I'm just going to point out a few things. Uh, LL Cool J, I Need a Beat. Run DMC, Christmas and Hollis, Public Enemy, Yo Bum Rush the Show. It Takes a Nation to Hold Us Back. Like, Radio, Run DMC, Raising Hell. Radio, crazy. Radio. Walking with the Panther. Like, The Black Crows, Andrew Dice Clay, Slayer, Ghetto Boys. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic. Johnny Cash, Nine Inch Nails, Pause. ACDC. Damn. Rick Rubin produced for fucking Lil John and the East Side Boys. Let's like, like the versatility is bananas. Cheryl Crow, System of a Down, Mick Jagger, The Cult, <clears throat> Tom Petty. You understand where we're going with this? Saul Williams, you too. He fucking produced Lincoln Park, Jay Z. Again, this motherfucker is doing Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Enough said. Oh, and he did Lady Gaga's Art Pop and Eminem's. Marshall Mathers LP and some of these is Marshall Mathers LP. LP is my favorite album. Adele, no, from from him. So yeah, this is he did some Wu Tang, he did some Kid Rock, Metallica. Yeah, I'm excited for this motherfucking project. Like you said, since the '80s, there is no other producer that has this much credibility. Weezer, Jones. Yeah, Quincy Jones. What's he, what's he done lately? I don't know. When was the okay. last time Quincy Jones worked? On, didn't he work on that motherfucker making movies in like the early 2000s? Hey, I tried. I There's tried. a show on him. I tried. A fucking musical about him. He made about him. Like, come on, bro. I respect that man for what he did, but he did a lot of shit that would make me respect that man for what he did. This guy was Tevin Campbell. And how that do for us? How that go for us? What do you mean? Tevin Campbell gave him some hits. Tevin, Cam- Tevin, Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell. Is is like not cooking your food all the way, and you would have got Trey songs. That's what Tevin Campbell is. No, wait, I take that back. I should not say that. Huh? All right, God damn. No, but bro. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Tevin Campbell though. Raising Canaan. Let's get into the TV <laughs> film section. We got We got We got to go because this nigga said, "Don't cook your food all the way." You got Trey song. All right, moving right along. Um, you want to wait for Mary for this one? So I can catch up. Huh? I heard a lot happen. Wait for me to get on this one so I can catch up. But I heard a lot happen that I need to catch up on. Oh, listen. The ending of this you episode, this, the end, and this is the conversation that I want to have because next week is the season finale. And this may be uh. controversial. So I'm going to leave this. And since we're not reviewing the episode today, I'll leave it at this. Go ahead. This may be the single best season out of any season of any spinoff in the Power Universe. In the okay. Power Universe? Yes. Well, it's only this is only the second one, right? No, the no. team all of them. I'm saying all of any powers. one season, any one season of any power of book two, book one. This is the five seasons of five seasons, all five itself. seasons of book one, the one season of book two, and then the one season of this. I think this is my favorite, and this may be the best singular season in the whole franchise because of that, that but that that's jumping, that, but that's jumping off the cliff a little early because we ain't got the rush right well there's only one more episode we only got one more episode this season that's it and i can't Off see the them, this, i can't I see binge. them doing anything in the episode that takes away from that fit like it's possible right they can drop that last episode and it be a complete dud and i'm like oh well there you go that fucked it up for you but as of right now i feel very secure in saying this is the best season that the producers of power have ever produced from start to finish. Mm. This is the greatest setup for the finale of the review of that show. I love it. I'm going to binge the fuck out of this next week. I promise you. Only 10 episodes. And they're, 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 I will say, I got to pirate it. 
episodes five, three, probably four and five or three. That's when you that's when you can feel free to take a break. You'll be like, all right, Hayes is tripping. Yeah. But yeah, because you heard us talking about yeah. at this point, like it's time for a body to hit the floor. Yeah. So you'll see. It. Uh, okay. But all right. All right. Wu-Tang and American Saga. You guys all caught up? I think you I'm did. missing. I think I'm missing one. Uh, the uh, Again, you can't do it. You can't do it without her. You can't do yeah, it without her. The one today and the, and, the, and the one before that one. You can't do it without her. Oh, well, that's yeah, That's her true. backbone. That's her well, backbone. Good, good, because I'll be that's able to Wu. finish it tonight. All right, fine. That's Wu. Last topic for the day. Now, we had a very interesting concept in which I believe it started from us talking about the common album when <laughs> Baylor yeah. came up with an amazing idea, and that is for us to use food to describe artists, and we're all going to bring a plate. So, Baylor, because this is your concept, I'm going to let you take this one away first so you can set the stage for it, and then me and Marquis. Got you. All right, so this is my plate. Um, this is my hip-hop soul food plate, and I'm comparing artists to uh, certain foods whether they're sides or the main course. Okay. So I got me a good old Southern plate, right? And I'm going to name off the artists, and I'm going to tell you who they are on my plate. Okay. JD Kiss. Kiss, That's my mac and cheese. Mm. Uh, uh, Yams. That's my Nas. Um, uh, Cabbage. That's my Run DMC. Now, the reason why I put cabbage is because cabbage... (laughs) <laughs> it's a, it's a throwback it's a throwback side or whatever a lot of a lot of younger cats is, probably won't eat it or whatever but i know what it meant to that plate you know what i'm saying it's a very mm-hmm. it's a it's, it's one of the biggest compliments to a plate and they're the, one of the biggest compliments to hip-hop i'm drinking wine that's joe and then my dessert is uh peach cobbler and that's Missy Elliott. Mm, okay. All right. I got a couple of the same artists, but in different roles on mine. Marky, you want to go next? All right. <clears throat> so <clears throat> my collard greens, I got black thought. Consistent. I love them. And that's what it is. Not a lot of people love it, but it's always consistent for me. Um, my mac and cheese is different layers. Good. But, it, you know, it doesn't need to be on every plate. That's my J. Cole. Mm. My uh, barbecue spare ribs are Kendrick. Always there for that shit. My fried fish. Delicious, but it's you know sometimes has his bones in it. It's fucking magnificent, but you know what you're getting all the time. Sometimes you're not in the mood for it, but you're gonna take it anyway. That's my M M&M. and M. Mm. My banana. <laughs> uh, you gotta say banana pudding. Don't play with me. <laughs> you better come pudding. correct with that banana pudding, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play with me. Don't play with me. If you mess this up. <laughs> Don't play with me with that banana pudding. I'm going to let niggas slide. (laughs) Okay. But not with that banana pudding. (laughs) God damn, bro. Why? It's a pressure. I need to know who that banana pudding is. (laughs) I can't go to sleep. Why? God damn. All right. That pudding, if it's cooked right, it's my favorite. But sometimes people fuck it up. It's my Jay-Z. All right. My, I'm a out a lifeline on that one. My bougie, I'm a bougie nigga, so my wagyu beef is Nas, and I like hot sauce. That's my Buster Rhyme, cause that oh, shit. I pass put that the shit hot on sauce. Everything. Pass the motherfucker. I put hot that sauce. shit on everything. All right, <laughs> here's my list. First up, I got the greens right, and that's because you can throw a little bit of everything. Depending on who makes them, they throw a little bit of everything in the greens. 
and greens transform they transform from a vegetable into whatever the fuck we make them when it's all said and done that's my little john and the east side boy that whole okay. three okay. albums in a row that's that because <laughs> if, if you make it right all niggas gonna dance to that listen exactly <laughs> my mac and cheese is the one and only always consistent like my mama's mac and cheese missy motherfucking ellie okay all right yeah. my protein right the thing that gives you substance every single time my and this one look look i'm not i'm not just gonna go with turkey right i'm gonna go with fried turkey on this one that's j cole okay okay Okay. Because turkey, turkey, turkey could be boring, too. And, yeah, exactly. And you you turkey turkey you can be boring. But if you get that perfect cut of, of turkey, that, that one that's, that's nice and juicy, it's a classic. All right? For your eyes only, it'll put you to sleep. It'll put you to sleep. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Then I gotta come with my dessert, right? And this is this is a classic, right? It doesn't need, mu- it doesn't have much change. There's not much variety to it. My apple pie with a slice of, I mean, with a with a nice scoop of ice cream on top. Lauren Hill, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, every single mm. motherfucking time. Because mm. sometimes, sometimes you ain't got ice cream. Exactly. Sometimes it don't show up on time. Hey, hey and you know the people who bring it the dessert, ready. if they come late, it's not a big deal. At least they came, right? So mm-hmm. that's my plate. Playing about my great and my lateness. I'm out here saving souls, nigga. Go ahead. Hey, I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad. Nobody said iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> With an ice cube in that bitch. <laughs> oh man, sweet kind. Hey. That's for. And then you know what? I gotta take it back. I gotta add one thing, right? And this is, you know, we have our family get-togethers. You gotta have the off-brand soda, right? So, oh shit! So if they come with the vest, right? The vest, the vest. That's that's fifty cent, right? So you could the vest is right, but then when they come with that with that uh with the the great value version of that, <laughs> that's Jaw Rule. So. Oh my god! <laughs> Certain flavors of the of the off-brand hit really good, but you know, I mean. <laughs> Hey, right now I'm about to put y'all on the spot. One, I just need one artist, just one artist, one item, something that you don't like. It could be a beverage that you don't like. It could be a side that you don't like. It'd be some candy that you just don't like. Champagne cola, Drake. Mm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give it, it give its marquee on that. One. I gotta agree. What you got? I, the same goddamn thing. I, well, okay, I'll, I'll oh. name it something different. What's what's something? That I hate that people love. Let's see. You, and you ain't even got to hate it. It's just something you don't eat all the time. Oh, absolutely. fucking Drake is like bringing pumpkin pie to black people family get together that wanted sweet potato pie. With whipped cream. <laughs> With whipped cream. With three inches of whipped cream on top of it. Like, it's more <laughs> whipped cream than actual cool pie. Whip. Core whip. <laughs> and they call it core whip. Drake, Drake is Go like ahead. when somebody when the when the one white member of the family show up with the potato salad with raisins. It's like what? With raisins in it. <laughs> and, and no and no paprika, no paprika, <laughs> and no paprika. That was that's the greatest skit of all time. All oh right. my god! Oh my god! Yes. 
This has been a great. Wait, wait, Baylor has something. Wait, hold on, wait, wait. Baylor has something else to say. Oh, I know wait, dad sorry, joke is no, coming. I didn't want. I, 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 I didn't. You have to. No. I saw it. No. I saw it in your eyes. I know I you did. It. I know you did. I can't do it, man. I know you. You gotta. I saw it. I need it. Cause y'all said Drake. Y'all said Drake, and I and I thought of Kanye instantly, and I'm like, man, I don't want to. I was gonna. I was gonna call him pork and beans, cause I like. Cause we used to eat them back in the day. We used to like them. <laughs> You were gonna rob us of that? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, I was trying to think of what for Diddy. Like, no. take that, take that, take no. that. <laughs> Yo, you were gonna rob us of that? We used to like him back in the day. You want an evening, bro? <laughs> this episode should be called Pork and Beans. <laughs> we used to like back in the day. Man, listen here. This wow. episode, I. We got to get married to listen back to this. I just got to see her face when she listens to this. She's going to be sitting there like these oh, motherfuckers. I can't leave these motherfuckers shit. at all. Um, This has been another episode of The Breaks Radio. Go ahead and give me your social medias, all that good shit. Let's get the fuck up out of here. At Pork and Beans. At Baylorism on Twitter. At Baylor the Great on all other social media platforms. BTG for President. Open Roll with BTG. And uh, yeah, go get y'all hip hop soul plate, man. Put that hip hop soul plate together. Word, word. Uh, you, uh, you scared me with that banana pudding. I was about to. Boy, don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> Marquee. Hey guys, you can follow follow Young River Mom. Shout out to my girl Mary. Yum. Y'all make sure y'all follow Mary word. at Miss Mary Almonte. You can also follow me at CEO Hayes. The CEO H A I Z E. If you want to follow us collectively, you can do so at. The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture, and this week, we out this bitch. Word! Make sure you download that little Sims. Did I say, I said, I said Trey Songs is uncooked Kevin Campbell food? My nigga. (laughs) My nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Campbell at it. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Hey, y'all ever looked at the babies like in their beginning stages? Like, man, I need got a bowl cut. I just see the baby with a bowl cut right now. I said, golly, can't wait till you get to barbershop. Oh, man, listen. That first, however long until they can get a haircut, they all look crazy as shit. A lot, a lot of them be having mohawks, though. <laughs> and then, and then, like, I, I remember my first time being a father, like, my oldest when he was born. He had a head full of hair. And then, like, by, like, three months, he was bald-headed. I'm like, where the fuck did his head, his head, where did his hair go? My mom was like, it falls out. I'm like, why? That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> let, hey, let this be a lesson. I don't know if it's a lesson or not, but I know a lot of you babies that was born around the same time I was born, a lot of y'all niggas still got y'all baby hair. I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. Oh man, 30, about to be 35 in December. I still have my original hairline. So there you go. I'm happy with that. I'm Word. Happy. All right. All right. <laughs>